This episode of Solutions in Senior Health is brought to you by Home Care Solutions in Pensacola, Florida. Welcome back to Solutions in Senior Health. This is Chase Neal, and I'm joined by Jenny Wolf. I'm the owner administrator of Home Care Solutions. Sharon Miller, the community liaison for Home Care Solutions. We're back with episode two of Solutions in Senior Health, and today we're going to be talking about weathering the storm, helping our elderly adults prepare for wild weather uh, of all types, especially if they're away from family. Well, as you know, in Florida, our hurricane season starts June 1st, and it continues till November 30th. So we are in the throes of trying to get prepared now. And one of the first things you want to do to start being prepared is to get a kit. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. There are three steps to preparedness. Get a kit, make a plan, and be informed. So let's talk a little bit about getting a kit. Well, I think, you know, we can even switch back to to be informed part because if you don't know what you're preparing for, then it's going to be real difficult Mm -hmm. to to actually make a kit for it. Uh, I, I can remember back when Hurricane Katrina hit I mean, this was, what, 2005, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was living in Mississippi at the time, and we still had two weeks without power. I mean, central Mississippi, not even on the coast. Yeah, and you didn't take the direct hit. Yeah, we didn't even take a direct hit. So luckily, my grandparents were surrounded by family. All of my family kind of lives in the same area, and they had people that had a support system there with them. But... We really weren't prepared yeah. even then. I don't think anybody really has an actual kit, but there are some basic things that you should do, and you should you should like have all of your major paperwork in one place if you had to get and go, you know, grab yeah. it and run. All your medications uh, should be together in one place if you had to go. Yeah, and just those real basic items. You Definitely, know? you need to have your important papers identifications, all your banking stuff that you might need if you have to be away from your home. Also, Cash. The, yeah, cash for sure. Cash. You need to have cash in case because the banks may be closed for indeterminate amount of time. You also would need things like water. And I find, particularly in this area, people will be buying water at the last minute and it will all be gone. Yeah. I ran into that too. Uh, last year. So I think it's important that we help seniors be educated on having that stuff way ahead of time because if it's bottled water, it is not perishable and it can stay in a container somewhere so they'll be ready at least for that part and maybe canned goods. I, I think that, and that's not just a, an exclusively senior thing either. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're, if you're not totally aware of what the weather might be, I mean, okay, so we'll say a lot of seniors move to Florida for retirement. Yeah. Okay, some of these folks are from the north, the Midwest, where they don't have hurricane-type weather uh, ever. They're used to cold storms and stuff like that, but but not really hurricanes. So they have tornadoes, but they don't have time to prepare for that. Right? <laughs> I mean, they come and swoop things away, and they're gone. Yeah, yeah you better so. hope you get in a ditch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and as you do prepare, some of the things you have to understand may be perishable. Like you have to make sure your medicines are up to date. If you can stockpile those, as it were, in a kit, and your batteries, if you are going to store, and you should have batteries ready for flashlights, et cetera, mm-hmm. that you would need to have in a kit. And you need to check those periodically 
to make sure that they they haven't expired and they still work. Right. As you're putting this kit together, so it, it doesn't need to be anything stressful or cumbersome or elaborate. You no. don't, you know, it doesn't really and truly. You don't need all the things on the list that they say, but you do need the basics. Well, let's specifically talk about a kit for our weather here in Florida for hurricanes. Mm -hmm. So, what exactly would a senior need? Let's say they're they're gonna evacuate. Okay. I, I mean, I guess those are two different types of kits. One's for for sheltering in place, and then the other would be for evacuation. So. Well, and I think you'd use this. You you'd use the sheltering in place for the same as uh, evacuation. You still need to have your important papers, some cash, and things like that. But if you're going to evacuate, you need to label any equipment that you're going to take with you. Okay. Like if you're going to take your wheelchair, make sure you have your name on it, and uh, a walker, anything like that. You need to have your name because you may go into a shelter where there's hundreds of other people. Okay. With walkers and wheelchairs, just like yours. Right. So. Yeah. And you need a first aid kit for sure, no matter where you are. Right. I guess we kind of spoke a little bit about our first aid kit the last episode on our podcast and being prepared in that way. For me, I do a lot of outdoor activities, so it's important every year to, to kind of keep up with what's in your first aid kit. Yeah. Um, and, and it helps you familiarize yourself with what's in there as well. So. And again, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It doesn't have to be something that's purchased you know actual first aid kit you can put one together yourself with a um old fishing box you know it's got the little sections for tackle you can put yeah. aspirin and band-aids and sponges and things like that that you you might need in case of a emergency you need to have your family's emergency information as well mm -hmm. if you get stranded on the highway and you can't the traffic won't move for hours because there's only certain highways you can that are you're allowed to leave on when we do have a have an emergency evacuation, so you will need to have contact information because I understand sometimes if you get stressed, just everything is just, you can't remember anything. Right. So if you have all that written down or what you do when, it would be very helpful for calming as well as stress relief. And make sure you have all of your electronic equipment charged up and ready to go. I know that I always let my battery run down pretty low <laughs> before I plug it in. So yeah, now too. that it's hurricane season, I'm going to try and keep it all charged yeah. up. Well, I, I'm a worry wart, and I get that from my mom, so I'm always trying to be prepared. Maddie gets onto me for being over precautious a That's lot okay. of times, but I, I think I'd rather be prepared. Yeah. And, and I guess that this is important for not only seniors to know, but let's say you're a caregiver, or not a caregiver, but a, a family member of a, a senior that lives away from you, a couple hundred miles or next state over or whatever. It's important to make sure the people that you care about that are in the zone of a possible disaster that they have all this stuff prepared too. And, and it might be worth a sending over a nurse or some type of uh, home health aid to help your elderly loved one prepare for this, or you taking the, the initiative to go over and make sure that they have this plan. Here at Home Care Solutions, we take special care of noting here in the office who of our clients live alone and where they are in the county and if they're subject to flooding and those kinds of things. And we uh, we do try to keep a special eye on them in case of a disaster. We contact them first to find out if they have someone coming to help them or if they're going to need our assistance moving forward through the disaster. And, and that's something that you hope that every business like Home Care Solutions would do for your loved one. But if you're unsure that they're doing this, it's really important to, to, to make sure to make sure and call mm -hmm. them. And if they're not making, taking the initiative to do it, 
it, I mean, you're just going to have to do it yourself. It, for me, it would give me a peace of mind mm-hmm. to know. Yeah, just to run through a scenario with them. Yeah. So and that they know sh- step one, you know, what do I do yeah. now? The, the, yeah. the word has come down that there's a hurricane coming. It's going to be here in 36 hours. What, what's my first step? You know, right. who do I call? And if you can say that that hurricane is coming in 36 hours and you can call your grandmother and she is prepared because you know somebody helped her put her kit together and it's ready to go, uh, then that really does give you a sense of assurance and you'll sleep better at night knowing that she, A, can stay in her home depending on where the hurricane lands or the bad weather, the storms are coming, or somebody is facilitating her to be able to leave her home. And be in a safe place. And in either of those situations, whether she leaves or whether she stays, our caregivers will be back out immediately after the storm to check on our clients. As our seniors age, some of them lose the ability to drive and get around by themselves. So what do you think some of the procedures would be for someone that can't drive and can't evacuate themselves? The county has several shelters and they do have, I believe they have a service where they will go and pick up People that are bed-bound, unable to move around, okay. um, they'll come and pick them up and take them to the shelter, to a um, handicap shelter. And you do have to have a list ahead of time mm-hmm. of where they're going and who they're picking up. So that needs to be verified somewhere through the county okay. um, as the time gets shorter on that service to have to take place. Yeah, so I, I guess it's it's best to be proactive, no matter where you live, right. no matter where you are. West, it would be earthquake preparedness, stuff like or that. Or snowstorm. Or snowstorms. Yeah, snowstorms really get people mm-hmm. a lot of times. It, it doesn't even have to be really a, a natural disaster. No, it can be heat. Heat wave, I mean, yeah. yeah. You hear about New York all yeah. the time. People really don't have a whole lot of air conditioning up mm-hmm. there. I, I guess the elderly folks might not. Right. And you'll hear people passing away from heat exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Every year, yeah. every summer you hear that. So you hope that all of these people have someone looking after them, or at least that care about them enough to give them a call and check on them. Being proactive in that way, saying, okay, grandma needs an air conditioner for her house, or at least we need to contact a neighbor that will check on her. Yeah. Um, and that is the hope, but not everybody does have that. Right. I mean, yes, I was at home today and there's no air conditioning. So what happens when it gets up to be 100? Especially here. And a lot of and people have windows index. that don't open. There needs to be family members aware of that, as well as the agencies like ourselves, like Home Care Solutions, who makes a list of who, I talk about it, who doesn't have air conditioning in their home, who we're concerned about later on when it gets too hot, what we can do to help them, whether it be fans or air conditioning, conditioning, to help them because they could have a heat stroke very easily if they already have another one or two medical issues. We also uh, have a lot of input from our caregivers that have gone to the home and they'll they'll come in and or call and say, you know, this man because it's too hot for them to work right. in there. They'll call and let us know that. And we can there are some agencies that we can reach out to sometimes and get air conditioners, but the problem with that with the room air conditioner, then you have to pay the electric bill. Right. To run it, and it's... And it's cost-prohibitive it for seniors, yes. It can right. be cost-prohibitive. We we've we missed one special point, and they're four-legged creatures. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yes, and all of us doing this podcast are pet lovers. We do have to think about that, and a lot of our seniors and families have animals that they need to consider because if they're going to a shelter, some shelters don't accept those pets, and we certainly don't want to leave those pets... In the homes. I think now that the shelters, Are they, uh, shelters in Escambia County accept pets. They have to after Hurricane Katrina. Okay, good. Because so many people did not leave their homes and there was so much loss of life because of that. They wouldn't oh, leave right. because they couldn't take their pets and they all perished. So there was a, a new law 
that they have to accept pets in the shelters. Well, that's good. It is. Because you're not excluding anyone. Mm-hmm. I, but I'm that does mean they will need to chase, they will need to have pet supplies. Absolutely. Um, and the pets vaccination records, et cetera, because... They're still going to let them yeah. in, though, even if they don't have that. Oh, they will? Yeah, because they supply food. They supply In, in a shelter, they supply... Okay. It's pretty well stocked. Oh, good. So... Well, well, that's something we should add to that list. Uh, so to mm-hmm. kind of review the the kit for preparedness, uh, number one, you want to be proactive about it. You, you want to uh, go through the plan with your elderly loved ones already. Okay, so as far as what you need to pack for your kit, think about water, food, enough for two or three days if you're evacuating, if you're not going to a shelter that's already stocked up Mm -hmm. batteries for your flashlights the flashlight first aid kit any medications those are really important any personal hygiene items cell phones emergency contact information money emergency blankets cash and cash thing things cash is king yeah cash is king especially when power's out yeah but uh, you know a lot of these things that you know we read over it and it kind of seems like it's common sense to Mm -hmm. to take but like Sharon said earlier, when you're in a panic, when you know that there's a storm coming, like a hurricane, and you're unsure about which directions it's, it's mm-hmm. even going to go, whether or not you're going to even have to evacuate, you don't think about this stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't think about the, the essentials. I mean, you think bread and water and milk. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's what you go and to the ice. grocery store to get, <laughs> and, ice, and they're yeah. gone. That's right. It's gone. People always the think about ice, <laughs> batteries, bread, and water. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is if you can drive your car, you have to make sure several days prior to that, you need to fill up your gas tank. Mm-hmm. Right. Because sometimes gas trucks can't get in. Mm-mm. You can't get gas. All the gas stations run out of gas. That happened in uh, South Florida. Or the pumps get hit so hard that they're inoperable and you can't get yeah. gas. So you need to make so. sure that your car is full of gas. And if you have extra gas cans, that you can fill up those gas cans. Yeah. I have a preparator at my house as well, and he always makes sure that don't come home. We're getting ready to have bad weather. Don't come home unless you <laughs> filled up your car. And you don't want to forget about the pets. So have a plan for your pets as well or your elderly loved one's pets. Make sure that they consider that because it's not worth losing your life over just because you can't no, find a place to go with your animals. It's not, but when you're older and that's all you have, that's yeah. all you have. All you have and you're not gonna, you're not going to yeah. leave them and... You can't hardly blame people, you know. So it is good that shelters take them now. Mm-hmm. Stay informed and keep ahead of the storm or whatever the disaster is and and be prepared. Just prepare your loved ones. Have that conversation. It's conversation. They may think it's silly and mundane, but we don't know. The weather changes and we'd have no clue what the prognosis is for storms. Thanks again for joining us for Solutions in Senior Health. Please feel free to leave a review, leave a suggestion, and subscribe.